Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cover Season. Um, yes, sir. Tonight we have a special night. We uh, we have a few guests here. Um, but before we do hop into it, um, I want to you know hand it off to my boy Ali because he's got a few things he want to let let us know about what's going on in the league. Let's go. Oh uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. How y'all doing? Um, this is of course our first ever live show that you guys are gonna be seeing our faces uh, yep. for the whole entire show. Um, yep. let's start with MLB. Um, opening night or opening day, I should say. Uh, Yankees at the defending champs, the Washington Nationals. Um, that's gonna be a huge game. Uh, yeah. You know, Stanton is coming back from injury. Uh, the big Garrett Cole deal of this off season. Aaron Judge is looking good. He finally is back on the field. You saw him hit a homer today, actually. Um, so it's going to be very interesting uh, to see uh, the Yankees pretty much at full power going against the, uh, the Nationals, who are riding off a lot of emotions. Uh, they got a lot of guys who really played well in the playoffs, especially especially in the uh in the World Series against the Astros. So it's going to be very interesting to see the hype um, with the Nationals um, going against a formidable op opponent like the Yankees. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. Um, and then, of course, you got later on that night, the San Francisco Giants. And, you know, even though I'm a, I'm a hardcore Yankees fan, it pains me so much to say this, but <laughs> the Giants are my favorite. I mean, they're my early favorites right now. Um, they get a chance to test their medal against Kershaw and the Dodgers. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a, a real entertaining game. Um, and I think, honestly, um, in the last couple of days, man, I've just been amped up. I'm ready for baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I can't wait to see both New York teams play. Um, but I'm, I'm a little more excited to see the Mets play and, and go up against the Brave. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Puig just signed that big contract over here. Get that yeah, big that was money. Pretty, that was a pretty big know. deal. Um, but – uh, you know, the fact that, you know, both New York teams are going to be able to play in the first couple of games. I can't wait to see uh, the Mets come out there. You know, you know, there's a lot of uh, noise going around the Mets uh, for team to be bought. Um, and there are a lot of people in there trying to uh, make it happen. Uh, as we heard uh, not, not too long ago today, um, J-Lo, Aaron, Ro Aaron, Aaron um, Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, wow. Alex Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, they're in the bid, uh, along with a few other people, like, you know, Brian Erlacher. And, you know, to see who's going to own it next, yeah, uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be different. Uh, uh, City Field, um, it's not as great as the once Shea Stadium was, but it's still some some good history there because still got the, some, Mets, still got some love. The, the Mets have been good there. Uh, ever since Mets moved to City Field, they, they've been pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they've made the playoffs a couple of times and, uh, you know, they, they've got a, a great bullpen. And, and to me, I think they're moving in the right direction. So, yes, it's hot. Everybody wants to go ahead and, and you know, see who can get in on the bidding. Um, You even heard that uh, with those names, Erlocker. Uh, Rodriguez and JLo, you've seen some NBA players are trying to get into that bid as well um, to go ahead and purchase the match. So it's going to be real fun, um, especially if you get a group of guys that, you know, have energy and bring energy to the team and the, into the organization. You see even in the NBA what Steve Ballmer did for the Clippers. He completely gave them energy and revitalized the team. And, you know, it's good. It's refreshing to see. Um, so, you know, it's going to be real fun. Um, you know, and I, I can't wait for opening day and opening night. Um, but we'll get a little bit more into baseball. We're actually going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back.
All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, we got some guests here. Uh, we got David back from uh, 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 last time, um, David Cisneros, and we also got Sam here, Sam Armado, uh, a newcomer here to the show. Um, but first things first, let's talk about the MLB. Uh, Sam, the first thing is, who do you think is the Nationals' biggest competition coming up this season in 2020? Well, I think as far as like directly under division, uh, mm -hmm. you got to look at the Braves. The Braves, really young team, really talented team, up and comer. And I'm just not sure. I mean, there's kind of a special set of circumstances for the Nationals to even get it done last year, right? Like everything had to come together. They stayed pretty healthy throughout the entire season. Um, uh, I can't. Uh, they lost their third baseman in the offseason. They lost Rendon to the Angels. Um, Max Scherzer is another year old. He might be like my favorite baseball player of all time, but um, I think he's pushing 36, 37 years old now. Um, I mean, they, they've got a couple of really good players, but I, I think the Braves are probably maybe not the favorite yet, but that's a really good young core up and coming, coming out of the East. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I, okay. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, to me, uh, you, you brought it up. I think the biggest thing for the Nationals is, is age and health everybody's pretty much getting older. Um, and to me, can you really rely on the pitching? I think uh, throughout the postseason, the pitching was the most worrisome part of the team. Um, you know, the outfield, those guys handled their job. The hitters hit. Losing Rendon was huge. I think he was probably the best player they had in the whole postseason. He was the most consistent, and he actually played like – he won them a lot of games. I mean, in the outfield, he was making clutch catches. Uh, he was hitting clutch home runs throughout the postseason. Um, so to me, losing him like was just boom. Like, how the hell could you do that? Um, but to me, I I just think that health and age is the biggest concern to them. And I agree. Uh, the Braves. They just got plea, man. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't ask, you can't ask for uh, you know, uh, you know, nothing else. You know, he's. I think what he brings to the team is hunger and, and he brings experience. So I think those guys are those younger guys are really going to learn from that and be able to progress. And I definitely think they're a threat. No, for sure. For sure. I think, you know, deciding Yasiel Puig is a, is a big for them. Um, but other than that, uh, do you think Sam, uh, that there's a cloud like lingering over the, the Astros, especially what happened, uh, you know, last uh, a few seasons ago with, you know, the whole scandal. What do you think is going on throughout the organization, through the players' minds, and through the fans' minds? So, in a normal world, yeah, <laughs> it would have been a big deal. I mean, it's, it's funny how, how quickly we forget going into a season we were talking, we had people, you know, Mike Trout and other players calling them out across the league, right? Yeah. Um, and we were talking about beanballs every single game. Um, <laughs> so under normal circumstances, I actually expected that to be a huge storyline going into the season. Mm -hmm. But you obviously you throw in the lockdown, the delay of the start of the season, everything going on. I'm not sure it's going to be a big deal. I think because of all, all the crap we've had to deal with just to get to this point to even start the season, I think so many people are going to forget about it. Now, people within baseball organizations are going to still remember it. Mm -hmm. The Red Sox are dealing with the fallout of that. The Yankees are dealing with the fallout of that. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure that it's going to be quite the cloud that we were looking at if, if the season had gone off um, as normal. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and 
I'm going to throw this question also to you, David, when it comes to the Astros. Not only has it been a big concern um, as far as like, hey, did they really win those championships off cheating? And yeah. the Yankees are right behind them with another scandal. Like, it, as big as people are talking about the Astros and their scandal, the Yankees are right behind them. So, like, like Sam said, people in baseball haven't forgotten. Uh, like, you know, organizations, players, a lot of people said something. And for a yeah. while, and for a while, we haven't really seen MLB players really out there on social media calling people out. That was kind of mm-hmm. like a first thing. Like, that was like a new wave of them just like, hey, like, hey. Yeah, yeah. We knew you guys cheated and, you know, we're out for our reckoning. So, so David, like, with the Yankees coming up, you know, with another mm-hmm. potential scandal, how do you think they, you know, try to react or, or you know, try to get this under the rug? I think the thing with the Astros is the fact that their cheating actually led to, to winning. So I think that's kind of why people are more mad about it. Now, I don't really follow baseball closely, like, at all. But I, I feel like maybe the Yankees kind of lucked out because this whole COVID thing kind of took a lot of attention away. Then, of course, they had, like, you know, the George Floyd thing happened and, like, all these other things that other people were focusing on. So Yankees kind of just kind of just snuck by for a minute until, you know, I think when baseball season does, like, kick back up, I mean, I think people make a big deal out of it, big deal out of it because it's the Yankees, and I think people just want to hate the Yankees anyway. So any reason they can get, especially legit one, they're going to take advantage of that. All right. They love to la- they love to hate on all New York teams. It don't even matter. Um, yeah, exactly. that's just a thing. That's just a thing. I mean, to me, to me, I don't like, bro. I, I live in Denver, so mm-hmm. I mean, we got the Rockies. So I don't really care about baseball. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about the Yankees. I don't like. It makes no difference to me. I don't care what they do. But um, but that's the great thing about it because like I was just think I was just saying the other day to myself, man. Like the Rockies are not that far off. Like. They're about like two hitters and one great outfielder away from being something, and like they're in a perfect <laughs> yeah. division. So like it uh, just like they they have a chance. I mean, they they got to do something. They got to do something. I mean, you can't be on the bottom forever. I mean, I mean, if, if the Mets I, could come out of the slump that they came out of, I think the, they could do the same. I I think I, the Rockies I, can. I think the rock. I think the Rockies are. Um, can I cuss or no? I don't remember. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I just think they're fucked because the, they can't get the pitching right. They had pitching, like, decent pitching for one year, which was a couple years ago or whatever it was. Right. And I, I guess, I mean, I lived here my whole life, so I've never noticed altitude. So, But I guess it's a real thing when it comes to baseball. I don't I, – I, I, I guess, <laughs> man, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it has to be real. And, you know, they got the humidor thing, and I just don't they, – man, they just don't ever be – like <laughs> man, they, they're never no, going to be like – No hope. Nah, we, bro, we just we just go to Rockets games because the weather's great and the stadium's great, and it's just like smack dab downtown, you know, so mm-hmm. like around the section where there's all kinds of bars and shit, so – it's just something to do, but I mean, there are like baseball fans, but I mean, you know what? It's like that's, for the- that's my hope for you, man. My hope is that the, the Rockies <laughs> get good, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. They got the they got the perfect they got the perfect 
logo, like literally the simplest yeah, logo in the world. They got the greatest colors to go with it. There is still hope for the Rockies, man. That's There's such still a hope waste, for the Rockies, man. man. Such a okay. way. They can't. They can't compete with the Dodgers, though. They they can't. I mean, money wise, and like the owner is super cheap. Dick Moffer, I think his name. He's like super cheap. So I just <laughs> Sam, I don't have high hopes. With, Sam, I, I got a quick. I got a quick question for you. I I noticed in your background, you got all these different sports, uh, sports teams back there. Are yeah. those from stadiums you've been to? So that's part of it. A lot of it's also just autograph memorabilia that I've collected through the years. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll have to get a picture of it sometime, but I've got a whole wall dedicated to, um, it's got pictures and then I just do a cool collection on all the baseball stadiums I've been able to go to. Um, okay. He also, to go has, he also has a nude Mahomes shrine. We're gonna get to my home soon. We're gonna get to my home soon. But um I got I got one next question for you. Um uh Sam in in 60 games. That's what these guys are gonna play this. Um the players have accepted it. It's smack dab halfway to what they're used to. Um, they've pretty much accepted almost really getting a pay cut to play this 60 games. Um, is this going to work for the future of baseball? Is this something normal that we're going to start seeing now? I don't think it's going to change anything. Um, I do kind of like how, um, desperations, the, uh, the creation necessities, whatever it is, I totally ruined that entire quote. But um, <laughs> I think there are some things with, like, you know, the um, extra innings, having the, the player start on second base. Um, some of the rules are trying to do to try and make it more interesting. I, I do like that. The kind of it didn't end up happening, but they talked about expanding playoff, uh, the playoff amount of playoff teams. Mm-hmm. I do like that idea. Um, I do too. I don't think they're going to go to 60 games and just just for the reason of the reason why that drives everything is money mm-hmm. right owners aren't going to give up 25 20 whatever opportunities to have fans in the stands everything like that but i do think we're going to start seeing some changes out of it. i do think they're going to adopt the extra inning rule uh long term and i do think that we are eventually not only going to expand the amount of playoff teams i think it's a precursor we're going to have just expansion in the league itself yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that. I, I definitely see the league ex- expanding, um, not only with the playoffs, which I think is a great idea. Why can't we just get more wildcard games? I've never no- understood why we can't yeah, get more yeah. wildcard games. Like, that's the best damn part of baseball in the playoffs. It's, it's. I mean, I, I'll take the, you know, the one and done, keep that. I don't want that to go away because I think that's where you really see. I mean, look at the Nationals. They were, for God's sakes, they were a wild card team. And they took that one and done and took it all the way to the chip. So, to me, I, I, I really like the idea of, of course, expanding the playoffs. Give us more wild card games. The fans, we deserve more wild card games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I think it's definitely something that they should do. And, and yeah, get, get some damn baseball teams in more cities, man. Uh, I would like to see. There's a lot of people that are starting to play baseball now. So, like, it's really becoming a much more popular sport because lately – you know, back in the day, like in, in the 90s and 2000s, we only had really Ken Griffey Jr. We had Derek Jeter. We had uh, Derek Johnson. We, we, I mean, we only really had a couple of people, and they weren't really out there. Now these guys are 
out there and kids are really starting to see them so much more. So baseball is coming back as a very popular sport again. So, you know, I, I think, you know, getting another uh, team in a good market, like look how good Oklahoma City Thunder have done in their small market. Get another team in Seattle. They're <laughs> craving another team. They want more sports. Get another team in Seattle or something like that. So to me, I think there's definitely other avenues and opportunities for them. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely something that uh, would be interesting seeing them get, you know, expanding some more. Yeah. Now I'm going to play devil's advocate just a little bit here. Um, you, you know, you, you said that, you know, it's going to go back to normal, but um don't you think this this shortened season is going to create like a little bit more competition? Like we're going to have healthier players, especially a lot, you know, players have rested um, and we're going to see, you know, competition that we haven't seen before. Yeah, I, I, I do think, I, I think it's going to be exciting. I'm actually really, really excited for it because the thing about 162 games is that yes, every game counts, but every game, <laughs> counts, right? Like True. it seems like, 16 or 20 games just to equal one NFL mm-hmm. week, right? True. Um, so it's going to be really exciting. It actually kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier, why I think the Nationals might be okay just this year. It's because even though they're a year older, they don't have to do 162. And you've got guys like Scherzer and Strasburg who can just power through it every fifth day. They might yep. actually be better for this specific setup. I don't think – the only thing that I – the only reason I don't think it would change is I think it's going to be more exciting. Playoff races are going to be more – fun you know it, it sucks being a Royals fan right now by you know March 30th being out of the playoff race every year right now um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. they still hope for you guys too right you guys are about you guys are about three you guys are about three pitches in the hitter away you're almost there you're almost that's, there that's so generous uh, <laughs> but I I I think the larger thing is it just always comes back to money. I just don't think that they're going to be one to shorten it. Now, I could see them shortening it from, like, 162 back to, like, 150. Yeah, yeah, something some, something like yeah. that. But I, I think that it's a two-sided thing. If you if you create competition with a shorter season, I think that people are more would be more inclined to go see more games, especially if we change the rules a little bit with an expanded playoff. And, you know, uh, uh, like you said, things like, you know, advancing the rudder second base, I think that kind of dynamic would make, would, would change the face of baseball completely, but it would still have that old school feel to it. And I, and I think it would, it would draw a lot of fans in, but um, uh, I, I guess I, we just have to get through this one first to even see where everything else is going. Yeah. 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 All right. And with that, everybody, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. Cover season. We're back. Uh, let's get into the nitty gritty breaking news. Everybody who has a cell phone or a computer or some type of technology already knows. Miles Garrett just meet up with Cleveland. Let's go. Uh, 125 million, 100 million guaranteed. 100 million guaranteed. I think that's crazy because I don't think he's that good. Um, let's start with you, David. What are your thoughts on the deal, man? Uh, I mean, I I just don't know about paying an edge rusher, man, because the Broncos did it to Vaughn, and I love Vaughn, but at the end of the day, I just don't think 
Like if you're if the team around you is not that good, uh-huh. head rusher is just pretty much a pointless luxury to have because then you're never in the lead. You're never gonna be able to rush the passer. It's just if they were like one of those teams that was right there about to be a Super Bowl contender, I'd be like, hey, that's that's good. But I guess they had no choice but to pay him the first overall pick. He, you he don't played well. I mean, on, on paper. I mean, on paper, on paper. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're uh, they have a chance of you know bringing some sound or making making it to the playoffs on paper? On paper, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, they got a lot of talent, especially on offense and defense. They got a lot of talent too. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out from. I mean, what. We saw from Baker last year was that who he really is, or is he more like what we saw his rookie year? So to me, that's what it's really going to come down to. And if Odell Beckham can stay healthy, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of questions. I know. I, have for him. I know you said. I know you said. You know, for edge rusher, they got to have somebody around him. They got to have somebody on the other side, um, which is yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, whether mm-hmm. you're running a three-four to four-three. You're gonna have somebody in the middle that's gonna eat up some space. Some type of space is gonna be, you know, taken care yeah. of. If, you don't think like with, having, you don't think with Olivier Vernon on the other side and still having Sheldon Richardson, you don't you don't think that they can do anything? I mean, it, I mean, it could be enough. It, you know, I know Olivier Vernon kind of flamed out and. What was it? The Giants. That's that's where he yeah. was, right? That's yeah, a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. I, I mean, it's a name that, you know, we know looks good on paper, but as far mm-hmm. as what the actual production is going to be, mm-hmm. yet to be seen. So I'm not really – they didn't show anything last year that's more recent that makes me think you're going to be good, that they're going to be good. And having one edge rusher, it's kind of like having one receiver. It's just mm-hmm. pointless because it's easy to take it out the game and then things just – you're not getting any production there. Right, I mean, right. just look at the Broncos. They only got one receiver, and it showed it all year. Like, yeah, so we yeah. want to take one one guy out of the game. Nothing to compliment him. And the same thing with somebody like Miles Garrett or any elite edge rusher. You only got one, and you really don't have any. Right, right. And um, moving away from Miles Garrett um, a little bit, um, we've seen some some kind of major deals getting done in the last couple of days. And, oh, hey. and, you know, there was sort of kind of like a break. There was nobody getting signed. There was no trades being made or anything like until, that. Until. Um, until recently. And, and Sam, I'm going to throw this to you. I think it started – it kind of started with the Cam Newton going to New England thing, and then now you just see all these guys signing and whatnot. Um, what are your thoughts, man? What do you think the NFL – what do you think is going on that all these deals are starting to happen? Well, I think the first thing is that deadline for action, right? Um, um, today was today, right? Was the, the deadline for all the franchise tag people to get deals done? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, though so we heard reports that they didn't expect very many to get done. I think we only ended up with three: Chris Jones, yeah, and I guess Miles Garrett wasn't actually a franchise tag, but um, yeah, I, I really just think deadline. But I think the reason why we went so long without anything going on. I think no one knows what the hell is going on. We don't know, if, one, if we're going to play football this year. If we mm-hmm. play football this year, what's the pay structure going to look like? How's it going to affect the cap next year? Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah, yeah, that's a big question. Said, Hell with that. We're going to pay everyone. 
but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, "What does it matter?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, you know, like uh, let's sign everybody and keep it healthy anyway. So let's sign everyone. Oh, yeah. we'll right. Um, right. But I, and, I agree. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say. Um, every, yeah, no one kind of knows what's going on. You're 100% right on that. And, you know, our last episode, we kind of talked about, you know, how that affects the players getting their salary and what kind of salary structure should they get. Um, Daryl, this is actually for you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, with all of these salaries happening and all of these signing bonuses that are soon going to be due, you know, that's not accounted for is for part part of the salary. So how do you think the owners go about the, the you know, the signing bonuses that are going to be due pretty soon? Um, to be honest, I think they're going to have to restructure them um, because the, sign, the signing bonuses are stretched over a series of games throughout the whole season, right? So depending, determining how much, uh, sorry, how many games they play this season, I think they're going to have to redo it like that. You know, if they play a certain amount of games for the season, you know, the signing bonuses would, or, you know, would stretch down over those course of those games to, you know, create that ratio. Because um, if we play half a season, uh, you know, the signing bonuses is for the whole season. Now, the, you know, these things should get restructured through the whole COVID thing. And I think it also leaves room for, like, you know, what Sam said about next year, uh, you know, things going against the cap. Um, it leaves a lot of room there. But uh, I, I really think that the, the structure is going to have to change a little bit. I think the players are going to be willing to mend because everybody wants to come out here and play at the end of the day. It's not just, you know, granted, everybody wants to get paid, but everybody want to play too. So mm-hmm. um, I think they'll, they'll, they'll find a way. And I think all the deals that we've seen so far have been um, – very uplifting for the league to see, okay, these guys are getting signed. So whether, you know, they understand where football is going to be in the next few months, uh, they, 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 they're still planning for the future of that. So I think things are still going to continue as normal, but here's the question I want to counteract with that. And it's for David. Um, what do you think the deals that are going on today? And, you know, in the last couple of days with miles Garrett and um, you know, our guy, Pat Mahomes, affects other players that haven't gotten deals like Dak Prescott and, you know, uh, 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 you know, Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. Yeah. Well, I think Wentz is extended already, isn't he? No, no, no. Sorry. sorry, sorry. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I apologize. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Deshaun Watson. That's kind of he's not getting no money. Exactly, one. he's not getting no money. <laughs> he's not so getting like, no money. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I haven't heard anything. Like I haven't heard anything about it. Like I don't know. I I would assume he would have get he would have gotten extended after this year, like Mahomes. But do you think? Do you think he deserves know, top dollar? Watson? Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. I think I oh, yeah. think he's a I think he's a, a top five quarterback right now. Um, yeah. A lot of people a lot of people still consider some of the veterans to be top five guys, and you know it's just it's not accurate. Um, you know, like no. I don't consider Tom Brady right now as much as I love Tom Brady. Right now, he's probably like six or seven. Um, I got to see what he can do with Tampa yeah. Bay yeah, to yeah, really yeah. believe in Tom Brady. Based um, off the but, performance yeah. of last year and everything. But, yeah, I mean, if I'm considering I, – I got a bias to Aaron Rodgers because I love Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but uh, I, I just yeah. – you know, like, I I think Deshaun Watson deserves that type of money or close to it, not not exactly Patrick Mahomes' money. Um, But, I mean, the same yeah. thing for that. Um, we all saw a couple of years ago what Kirk Cousins did. 
He manipulated mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. and got two franchise tags from the Redskins mm-hmm. and bolted and got $83 million all guaranteed. Guaranteed money. Uh, oh, well, guaranteed. Yeah. And he's got one playoff appearance for it. So to <laughs> I, me, I think it's they like, already they already paid all the guaranteed money to him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah, they paid him and they've extended like, him because they believe in right. Kirk Cousins. Um, so, you know, to me, it's like a little strange um, to gamble that much because a, a guy like Dak Prescott, to me, I think it's yep. you got to secure that that money. you got to secure that bag. You have to get it. Um, and, and to me, I'll take my chances in the Cam Newton situation where I have I get cut, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the season or something because I'm still getting that money. You know, Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. are $40 million in dead, in, in dead cap space. And a huge chunk of that is going to Cam Newton's pockets. So, like, yep. I'll take I'll take my chances getting cut in two to three years of my deal. Just like I think, yep. you know, a guy who got a deal today, Derrick Henry. Like, and and I think he's not gonna make it through his full full four years. I think he's done after year two. I mean, if I'm playing with him on Madden, he's done after year two. So like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even gonna you yep. know stress that. You know, um, but. I think that it definitely, uh, you know, affects, you know, how these guys go about the uh, the franchise tag. Uh, but, Sam, I got a question for you, man. Um, this cap structure, this cap structure deal for Patrick Mahomes. We're, we're straight Patrick Mahomes now, fellas. This is straight Patrick <laughs> Mahomes time. We ain't talking about nothing else but Patrick Mahomes <laughs> in, this, in this fucking mega deal. So what what are your thoughts on on the structure? What are your thoughts on the deal? How do you how do you, do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? I uh, I think it's one of those interesting. I think it's good for both sides. Like I've seen, I've heard some talk about how he left money on the table, but like he's essentially, unless he sucks, going to be guaranteed that money going into every single year, right? And on the flip side, he gave up really 12 years but 10 more years of control which is really kind of crazy for <laughs> for any player to do any anybody um i mean i like it like i love them so <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um and i mean like if you're the chiefs what kind of choice did you have right like it's kind of a situation where you're not going to tell that guy you're not you're not going to play hardball hardball with that guy right no no you, no you don't want to especially when you know that your guy just brought you a super in the first two years yeah yeah yes i'm i'm a for it i'm i'm totally down yeah i definitely agree and and um you know david i i i'll ask you this question too um about the deal how high has the bar been set now for the younger guys guys like drew Locke, guys like uh daniel um, jones uh, you know, how does it – guys like Josh Allen, like how does this deal affect those kind of guys? Because Josh Allen's right behind him. You know, people people are talking a lot about, you know, Patrick Mahomes is doing this. But Josh Allen, he's taking yeah. his team to the playoffs. He's had big games, even though that damn lateral, I don't know what he was thinking. But, you know, outside, <laughs> of, outside of the lateral, he's put together, you know, relatively two good football seasons. So, you know, I, how, I, how high is the bar? I'm I'm not I'm not big on, on Josh Allen because you know John Allen likes Josh Allen so you know, <laughs> I got I gotta I gotta have my doubts. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes deal is crazy because 
when you think about it, there's really, there really, it was impossible to have a bad deal for Patrick Mahomes. Like, no matter what they would have paid him, they wouldn't have been a bad deal for the Chiefs. Like, that's just how it is. What I am surprised by is Patrick Mahomes agreeing to a 12-year deal, essentially. Like, that's a long time. And, and also, during the whole, like, during his whole contract, he, he's going to set the cap pretty much for any quarterback throughout the whole length of that contract because no quarterback's going to be able to come up and say, I deserve this, and this is more than what Patrick Mahomes is getting because they're not Patrick Mahomes. So I think it's interesting in that regard. And, uh, I mean, you look at the dead cap money, I mean, it's just – it's a great contract for the Chiefs, man. It, now, Chiefs fans, they, they think he's playing for free, basically. But, oh, he is. Uh, <laughs> oh, he is. He's, he's not playing like, for free. No, no, no. But if you, if you think about it like this, if you think about it like this, if you look at the structure of the yeah. contract and um, how it is, Pat Mahomes is signed a long-term deal, but he's also got one one thing that is in his pocket. And it's the same thing that Eli did when he was in New York. Um, the no trade yeah. clause. That right there is in the yeah, player's pocket. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't be traded. Um, so yeah. that, that contract is either y'all got to come together and restructure it some way, somehow, or, you know, he's yeah. got to play it out. So it's really in his favor. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it, it, it um, is, and, man. It's a great contract. And, and one interesting thing is in 2020, in 2022, when it actually starts – Mm-hmm. Do y'all know what his yeah. base salary is? It's one point five million. Um, that's his. That's, that's good for the team, though. That's good for the that, team. Like that's excellent for his, the team. His, but his, his cap is gonna be million. bonus, million. but his bonus is through the roof. His mm-hmm. bonus is is through the roof. Yeah. But it kind of like you know it affects the cap. Oh yeah, man. Because now he's the team is able to manipulate the team a little bit and and, and add quality yeah. players, resign guys. We've seen them resign Chris Jones recently, uh, eighty five million dollars guaranteed Ooh. to him. So you know he's about to be getting paid, and that was essential yeah. for the team's development. You know, bringing back twenty of the twenty two starters, even though I think losing Kendall Fuller hurts. Um, I think he was pretty you know much their best corner. Um, but let's see what happens in the secondary. So to me, I, I yeah. love the deal. It's very, very team friendly, um, and I think it's just great. It's great for both sides, man. Okay. Th- yo, I Dave. think the Chiefs have. I think the Chiefs have this year and next year, and then I mean, because this year his cap hit, Mahomes' cap hit is going to be five million, and then it goes up to twenty five million, then up to thirty one million. I mean, so the the Chiefs have been had they've had ton of cap room because that rookie deal is just so friendly. But I mean, you know, twenty-five. I mean, five times the cap he's getting right now. I mean, that it's going to be trickier for the Chiefs to definitely build around him. I think. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know what to believe anymore, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, well, um, the, the Sam, I gotta they, think they're just going to shit on it. <laughs> well, the crazy thing that they did is that because his base salary is so low and it's all tied up in different bonuses, is that they can convert any of those to. Uh, I believe it's either roster bonus or whatever, where they can prorate that over the other years. Now, mm-hmm. they still have to eventually pay that money, but if there's player X that they want to sign that specific year, they can just convert it. That's they where the convert. flexibility comes from. Oh, but when the Broncos do that, it's cheating. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Sam, Sam, uh, th- this, leads directly, this leads directly into my next question for you, Sam. Um, 
10 years. Do you believe in 10 years? Uh, for a quarterback, and that would only be it, and you've really got to believe in that quarterback, which I don't see any reason not to at this point. Um, but, yeah, that's a long time. It's really, I mean, like we said before, it's really 12 years. So they're really banking on him being right. it. Um, for my money, if I was going to pick a guy, like this would be the type of guy to do it. Um, but this is it. Like, I'm not in favor of paying almost <laughs> anybody <laughs> anything beyond like three years. So, <laughs> right, right, that's right, right, that's right. Um, but but um, I think I think the biggest thing about the ten years is the biggest thing about the ten years is you can consistently keep building around him in different ways. We saw um, like the Broncos did, for example, when they got Peyton Manning, they mm -hmm. built around his strengths at the time. They didn't build around Peyton Manning from Indianapolis. They didn't build uh, around, you know, when he was five years ago or 10 years ago before he came to the Broncos. They saw what he was working with, and they built a, built it around him. And I think for starters, it starts up front, of course, in the front office. I think they have good structure in Kansas City. Um, after Dorsey left, I think that they – you know, they were a little bit more open-minded as far as the type of contracts they wanted to do. They were a little bit open-minded as far as the style of play that they wanted and the style of players that they wanted um, to fit their team. Um, and, and you saw it after Glenn Dorsey left. You saw you saw them get, um, you know, faster in the secondary. You saw them get more powerful up front. Everything started to change. And I think that they have a good foundation right now to continue to, to build in different types of ways throughout Patrick Mahomes' career. I mean, the guy doesn't really get hurt that much. I mean, he was out a couple of games and – you know, I think they were – I By think grace. they pulled the Kawhi Leonard. I think they were to, arresting him. To be honest, the injury that he even sustained – the injury that he sustained in, the, in you know, in midseason was well, – that was the freak of nature, you know, just Maybe because he's, he was built the way – whatever. I mean, they say he wasn't hurt. <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. But just to even, you know, come back from that, and, you know, whatever it was, and then, you know, still come out and win a chip – that's, it, it's crazy. You got to have that kind of belief. And it, it not only says um, how much belief they have in Pat – but also how much belief they also have in Andy Reid. For you to sign a quarterback like that, you got to expect that the quarterback to be dedicated to at least uh, a coach for the foreseeable future. So I think that's going to also tie into it. But here's the next question, and it's for both of you guys, Dave, and, and for everyone, actually. Do y'all think this is the best deal in sports, in the history of sports? For who? For, I mean, well, for, <laughs> that's right. Go ahead. I mean, either side, either the owner or, or the player. I can't say it's the best deal for any player, given that all baseball con – like, Mike Trout's deal is 100% guaranteed, right? Like, they're both, like, half a billion dollars, but Mike Trout's going to get a half a billion dollars, like, regardless of what happens. Um, you know, honestly, I think time's going to tell. Just if, if it – I mean, I think it's already got to be considered a pretty team-friendly deal for the Chiefs. But if they go the next 12 years and they don't ever win another championship, can it be considered, like, the best deal of all time? I don't know. So that's just kind of right. a wait and see. Right. Um, and, and, yeah, that's pretty much the same thing for me, too, is, like, you got to wait and see. Because uh, Alex Rodriguez, I think, pulled in how much? 544 uh, million? I, I, I think that's how like, much. It was 500 and, 500 yeah, and million. Yeah, 500 and some change million. And he only had one chip to show for it. So like, you know, it's like 
investing that long into a player like you know can you can you consistently build around him um and have enough flexibility cap wise to 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 do that um because i think it 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 puts some brakes on you. It definitely straps the seatbelt down on the team if the belt, if the uh, the contract is not good and you have no flexibility. What about you, Dave? What do you think? What do you think about the deal and like how 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 you know with Pat Mahomes and the team? Like, is it the best deal in sports for the player or the or the owners? Um, no, I don't. I don't think it's the best deal. Maybe for. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes continues on this trajectory, then it's probably the best deal ever for a team <laughs> you know, to get a quarterback like that on this kind of deal where pretty much after the 2022 20, season, they pretty much can – I think they can just cut him at any point after 2024 with very little dead cap. So, uh, But I do see they got to get guarantee like his, the next year roster bonus and stuff a year early so yeah maybe it's not that simple but um I think it's like every March they have to roll it over yeah the third day league yeah so I I think and like Sam said I think it's a good deal for both for both parties Mahomes gets to stay somewhere where he's familiar and can succeed with the coach that obviously has worked well with him so right. and Chiefs get their guy for a relatively cheap price for the foreseeable future and I, I, I don't think it's a bad deal at all for any of them. I right, really right. don't. Now, I got, I got one last question for you guys before we let you guys go. And this is for, of course, everybody. Is there any player in sports, period, that you think deserves this type of payday? Let's start with you, Drew, Sam. Okay, Drew Locke. <laughs> he's four and one. He, he deserves it. He deserves he's got, it. He's got like eighty percent winning percentage right now. <laughs> um, deserves it. Uh, that's hard, man. Uh, I can tell you, someone that I don't think we've talked that many people have talked about that might end up getting something like that, depending on how the season plays out, whether right or wrong, is Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl this year. Yes, sir. Um, he's essentially yeah. done kind of the same thing that Pat Mahomes did, right? MVP one year, Super Bowl the next year. I wouldn't do it. Really? I, <sighs> 10 years for a quarterback who, look, I love him. He's electric, and he is awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. But I would be nervous about him running 300 times a year. I would. I mean, allegedly, allegedly, they're gonna stop. That he's not gonna be running that much anymore. Allegedly, but we'll have to see. I think that's one of the, the the things that makes him so great. And I'm glad that you said Lamar Jackson because I think he is the next in line to get something like that. But y'all will probably, you know, laugh at my answer. Be like, "Are you crazy?" Look, man. Oh my God, are you gonna say Daniel Jones? No, hell no. <laughs> I love Daniel Jones. I love, look, I love Daniel Jones. That's where I thought this was going to. But, but <laughs> if I were to pick, if I were to pick one player right now, it would be a defensive player. And oh, I wow. think so far, based on what I've seen, it would probably be Aaron Donald. Um, only because I w- I would give, and it was hard for me to pick him over Khalil Mack because I know the Bears the Bears Khalil didn't have Mack. a great year. Oh my god, the Bears didn't have a great year, but <laughs> I love Khalil Mack. I think he's one B to Aaron Donald's one A. 
Um, you know, I think, damn it, just stay healthy and stay on the field, and you would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would definitely pay Aaron Donald that money, man. I paid Aaron Donald 10 years. He's already given you about a solid six or seven years now, I think he's been in the league. So, I mean, why not? He, he doesn't seem to be going down. Uh, I mean, the last three years, he's graded out at like 97, 98, 97, you know. I mean, damn near, he's unstoppable. He gets triple teamed and he's still, you know, shedding tackles and, uh, you know, shedding blocks and getting the tackle, getting into the backfield. He leads the league in pressures consistently year after year. Um, the second, the only other guy I love just as much as Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack just got paid today. Well, yesterday, uh, Chris yeah, Jones. Chris I Jones. love Chris Jones. Yeah, no. Chris Jones is my dog. Actually, that's how I met Sam because we was talking about Chris Jones. <laughs> I love Chris. I love Chris Jones, man. He's 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 damn good. So um, I really I really like um Aaron Donald, and I think that's who I would pick. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is too old, so I had to pick another. Yeah, Aaron. yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is too old, so I had to pick another Aaron up. Aaron Rodgers. No, you were you right on that, Ali. And um, to be honest, I. You're, you're already, you stole it out of my mouth, like right out. It was either Aaron Donald or um, Khalil Mack. Um, and I'm going to go with Khalil Mack just because you took Aaron Donald. And um, Khalil Mack changes the defense no matter where he is on the field. And you're talking about a linebacker that puts so much pressure on the offensive line. He might as well be a, a, an edge rusher. Um, like – like you said, one A to the one B. Uh, you could put him anywhere, and he's gonna, you know, fly around. He fly. He's just as fast as any corner on the field, and he's just almost just as big as any defensive end. How much more could you want? And he's a solid player, like you said. Um, as long as he can stay healthy, I think that you know they 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 got a great player. I mean, he's the only other person that I can really think about right now that that could get a contract like that. Um, that's really it. Yeah, yeah, David. What about you, man? Uh. I kind of got to go Sam. I, I think Lamar, if if Lamar Jackson can continue to improve from the pocket, I I can see Lamar Jackson getting that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it's dependent on him winning the Super Bowl, but it, also the way he runs, like he doesn't really take big hits anyway. It's not like a like a new situation. He's not an RG three. You know what I mean? He knows how to tuck. So, but at the end of yeah. the day, and, and the thing about Lamar is he's he's going to be twenty three this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's the really problem running into. Joe Burrow's older than Lamar. I'm being dead serious. No, you're right. I think you're right. I think Joe Burrow might even be older than Sam Darnold too, which has no bearing on this conversation at all. But <laughs> yeah, Burrow's, Burrow's yeah. old man. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but- I, I, I like Lamar. I like Lamar. I can see them. I don't think a defensive player will ever get that kind of deal. Um, Ten years old. But I guess if I had to pick a defensive player, I'd say Aaron Donald. But, uh, yeah, if, if there's any other player that's going to get that deal, it's going to be uh, a quarterback that is on Patrick Mahomes' level. And right now the only guy who's like that is Lamar Jackson. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's definitely, uh, that's definitely, you know, uh, you know, something that's a fact, man. Lamar, Lamar balled out, and you know, it, it, it's literally going to be the same thing. He he won MVP this year, got Madden cover. Yeah, <laughs> he about to pass around get the Super Bowl weird, next man. year. That's just, just like Mahomes. But you know, if if you know, in the ideal world, I would just 
clone Aaron Rodgers, make him about 23 years old, and call him Roger mm-hmm. Aaron's. Uh, man. Uh, we're good. Man. We're good to nah, go. We don't, we don't need no more Aaron Rodgers. We don't need no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we're good to go. Um, but with that, of course, we're about to come to an end. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, yeah. you know, Sam, we definitely appreciate you stopping by for the first time. Let these people know where to reach you on the on the links. Send them the link, man. Send them the link. Send them the link. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. This has been fun. Anytime you want to have me back, uh, just hit me up. I believe uh, I don't even remember what my Twitter handle is. I haven't looked at it in like ten years. All right. Hold on. No worries. We'll, we'll, we'll put it up with the video. We'll put it up with the video. Okay, cool. Yeah, I believe it's by our motto underscore Sam. Anyway, hit me up. Uh, like I said, this has been fun, guys. All right, great, great, great. And y'all already know David. He's been here before. He's going to be back again also. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. A lot of fun. Cool to talk to Sam. Talk to him all the time on Twitter, so that's that <laughs> right. He's right. That's what, BFF. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what we're man. here to do, man. We're here yeah, to link know, everybody you know together. You know, it's funny, like, most people I interact with on Twitter are fans of teams that I hate. Just how it is. <laughs> that, that, hey, that's, that's how it is, like man. Twitter, man. That, that's how it is, man. Joining the rivals. That's why I like it. Right. Yep. 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 But, but we appreciate you guys, and that's a wrap for us today. For Thank sure. you. Appreciate oh, you. Oh, man. For real. You guys take care, man. All right. See you guys. Later.